You look pissed, Ben. Believe me, you got every right to be. But hey, will you will you just let me explain? This is television. That's all it is. It's nothing to do with people. It's to do with the ratings. For 50 years, we've told them what to eat, what to drink, what to wear. For Christ's sake, Ben, don't you understand? Americans love television. They wean their kids on it. Listen, they love game shows. They love wrestling. They love sports and violence. So what do we do? We give them what they want. We're number one, Ben. That's all that counts. Believe me, I've been in the business 30 years. Well, I haven't been in show business as long as you have, Killian. But I'm a quick learner. So I'm going to give the audience what I think they want. Bastard! Drop dead! I don't do requests. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. I'm Jason. This is Red. This week we discuss Paul Michael Glazer's documentary, commentary, and accurate portrayal of a modern American life and television, loosely based on a Stephen King by way of Richard Bachman novel starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Maria Conchita Alonso, and Richard Dawson. It's 1987's The Running Man. But first, we'll uh, go over some news. What do you got this week? Uh, well, I don't have anything. Nothing. We're going to have to do some research on the fly. I was, normally, I'm, I was a bad, bad host. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. We, we were, usually, I, I've been trying to do that when we do our initial link up, and then we had to try and find a way to make my headset work. Oh, yeah. We had some uh, technical difficulties a little earlier, so... So let me let me jump on that right now. All right. Well, the only really thing that I have this week because uh, it's been a really fucking busy week and I haven't read a lot of news this week is uh, Joaquin Phoenix's. They've kind of got a teaser out of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker uh, portrayal, and you know he's crazy enough to do a good job. It looks really good. Um, he's he's got that got that genius psychotic look in his eye i mean and the the makeup is really reminiscent of uh, heath ledger's joker but um it's definitely a, an older kind of more grizzled joker and nice. it looks it looks good i mean he's he's got that fucked up look in his eye so um i'm kind of excited to see what his portrayal of, of the Joker is. Cause I mean, he's a, he's a really good actor, so I like him in most everything else he's been in. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, excited I started, to see. I started watching and I was really getting into it. I think I need to finish it this weekend. That, uh, movie that Joaquin was in where he was, uh, developing a relationship with the AI. Her. Yes. That's on that's, the list. It, and it's, it's, uh, it's on, uh, Netflix right now, so I've been watching it. I remember I really liked it. As soon as you said Joaquin, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I got to finish that. Yeah, it was that's, good. That's an excellent movie, and uh, I kind of can't wait to actually go over that and review it. It's on our list, so 
One of these nice. days it'll get picked. But yeah, that was an excellent movie. Cool. All right, what'd you come up with? Well, I'm looking at uh, an article about uh, old star. Uh, they use old VFX tricks to on the Millennium Falcon for the Han Solo movie. Yeah, I kind of briefly read over that. They're breaking it down about how they did it with the signature ILM style. Looks pretty neat. I'm kind of wanting to watch the show. Yeah, it's on my list. Uh, I didn't get to it this past summer. Uh, it was it unfortunately came out after quite a bit of summer blockbusters that already hit. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I heard a lot May of people panic too, which made me want to watch it more. Yeah, so I haven't. I'm hoping it's the. I'm hoping it's it. these these uh, millennials that are bitching about it. I mean, it Why might is be that? pretty good. Well, because I like the old school shit. Like a lot of people, they really complained about Rogue One. I loved that movie. That movie was great. Rogue One was good. And I heard a lot of people bitching about it. Like, oh, man, it sucks. And da, da, da. I'm like, who are all these people they're showing? I'm like, yeah, they're the canon. <laughs> That's why it's good. And there's no Jar Jar. No Jar Jar, no Ewoks. I was very impressed. Ah, time for a little more rich and rare. I like Uh, this stuff. You know what? I mean, uh, honestly, I'm going to say this is almost as good as Crown Royal. Ah, no. Mm. It's it's decent. For ten bucks, bucks, if you mix it it with Coke, you mix it with a soda, it's as good as Crown. Yes, it is a very good mixing Canadian whiskey, but and you know, drinking 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 as well as Crown. Well, after you've had, you know, an eighth of a bottle, it gets to tasting better and better. Oh, yeah. By an eighth of a bottle, anything fucking tastes good. I've also got a new vodka in the fridge. I can't remember the name of it, but it's in a blue plastic bottle, and apparently it's filtered seven times or distilled seven times. Well, most vodkas are. No, the good ones I was looking at were four and five. Well, so... By that, by the time you get down to you know distilling that many times, it's almost pure alcohol. So the the vodkas, good vodkas, are mostly dependent upon their water source because right. they have to re-dilute that shit. So you're telling me I got engine block cleaner in my fridge? You might. Have you? Are you tasted telling it me yet? this? No, you're, you're telling me this eleven dollar <laughs> vodka might might be detrimental to my health. Well, it might. I might need to go get some of that. See how it mixes with the rich and rare. <laughs> oh, I think that little Russian and that little Canadian in the bottle. I'm scared. Yeah. Hey, Canadian. It's a polite. It's a polite beverage. Well, It'll the be fine. Is, the It'll vodka be fine. I be. think. I think the vodka's you know top notch out of like uh, Missouri or something. I don't know. Yes, where fine vodkas are made. Hey, taters, man. <laughs> it's all about the taters. So. For anybody uh, that missed last episode, uh, we announced that this episode is going to be one of our special drinking episodes. Oh, yes. Um, Apparently, Red is partaking in some uh, middle shelf Canadian whiskey with some. uh, How'd you know where I found it at the package store? Oh, well, because it was at the middle shelf. Yeah, there were three shelves. Yeah, there were three. This was right beneath the Jameson. I've I've got some in my liquor cabinet too. It's a great mixing whiskey. I wouldn't There's drink it alone. Thing wrong with it. 
I'm not I'm not alone. I got you and I got oh, the fans. That's right. that's right. I mean, I wouldn't drink it unmixed. Was. Anyways, I am enjoying a bottle of uh, some Alamo's Malbec. The hell is that? The wine. <laughs> okay. Wine. Gotcha. You know, I think really you should pause this and just run down to the store and pick you up some Mogan David. Oh, fuck you. Maybe some Wild Irish Rose or some Thunderbird. Get you a little Kool-Aid, mix that together, have some shake em up. What, are we in fucking high school again? Hell no, I'm just thinking power for, you know, punch for the money. Yeah, and I'd be on the fucking toilet for a week. <laughs> Price you pay, man. Price you pay. Right. Oh, this looks cute. I just scrolled down. And it's not it's not sci-fi, but you know they do sci-fi horror a lot on these different websites. Uh huh. Apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis flipped a f- uh, fan the bird at a Halloween Fantastic Fest premiere. <laughs> really? Why? I like her. I don't know. I'm clicking on the article. She gave somebody the bird. You're number one. <laughs> Put up, the, put up the see. first three fingers and say, read between the lines. Right. Okay, let's see. Da, 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 da. A fan seemingly flustered by his chance to address the panel was trying to ask about what led those from the original production and those to the new franchise in Halloween, but as is the way of Q&As, his wording was awkward, and he said of Curtis's involvement with the series, Jamie, who's been here for a while... Quote, who's been here for a while? There was a quaver, uh, a quaver among the cloud or the crowd. Sorry, rich and rare. <laughs> Did he just snark about Curtis's age, not missing a beat? Curtis grinned and flipped a bird in his direction. <laughs> 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 to which the audience erupted with pockets of cheering and applause. Uh, uh, she's been around did. a while and she's like, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> God, she Kiss is awesome. my ass. She's one of the people that makes the world a better place. I like her. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's been one of your favorites for a while. Yeah. She's a pretty cool lady. Pretty cool. And, you know, I can't say enough about her hubby, Christopher Guest. He is yeah, the six-fingered man, after all. He is fun. What woman wanted to be married to a man with six fingers? Well, not only that, but he makes uh, all those mockumentaries that are just Thank- absolutely fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, just think about all the bottles he could open with that sixth finger. Well, I mean, there's, I'm sure there are plenty of things he could do with that sixth finger. Well, I'm sure. You know, Nose picking. Grooming one's hair. Perhaps there's a sliver in your eye. Right, it's right. It's awesome. You know, that sixth the, finger. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. They are. They are. It could be a deep subject. Six fingers deep. But I digress. (laughs) But I digress. All right. Okay, so I am so ready for a crawl. Let's do it. A couple of more shots. I'll be crawling with it. (laughs) Here we go. Let's do it. We call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl.
crawl, pod crawl, excellent, insert it deep, pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. An accurate description of 2017 starts this documentary on modern American life. Yes. Cut to Bakersfield, the hotbed of hellish criminal activity it's known for, where unarmed protesters, like protesting is even legal, are targeted for immediate execution. Well, yeah. A non-compliant Arnie is invited to take a little nap. Welcome to Putin's America, to the gulag with him. Bearded Arnie and friends plan an escape with specs from Predator. The compact luggable that controls the perimeter sonic fence isn't getting a good Wi-Fi signal, so they take the fight outside. I didn't think about that. Chico it is loses his mind Wi-Fi. and then loses his head just before the perimeter is neutralized. Oh my Los God. Angeles in 2019 is looking better. The family feud, keeping up with the times, has taken on a new format. Arnie and friends trade <laughs> oh, yes. in their jewelry for new jumpers. This documentary accurately portrays Richard Dawson's godlike celebrity status. This so documentary brought to you by Bowflex. Coming this fall Bowflex, on the Dawson Network, yes. The Hate Boat. Jesse, the Captain Freedom Ventura will burn oh those calories God, and look fabulous doing it. Arnie gets cleaned up and assaults the squatter in his brother's apartment. Dawson right. wants Arnie's biceps and isn't afraid to use the president's agent to get them. Well, yeah. Arnie books a trip to Hawaii for a little R&R. For some reason, the TSA gets much nicer next year. The yeah, running man yeah, starts practicing for his network through. television debut by taking laps on the tarmac. Dawson channels his inner money hall and makes Arnie a deal he can't refuse. We can make Arnie better, stronger, faster. We have the technology. Yeah, Arnie is invited to take another nap. He sure sleeps a lot in this documentary. A knockoff Hulk Hogan named Buzzsaw performs the festivist feats of strength and pins the head of household before the show. 100 people surveyed. Top 5 answers on the board. What is the number one <laughs> show on this documentary? Dawson is still kissing on people on his show. Wonderful prizes await Arnie, like a trial by jury. What a luxury. These skin suits brought to you by Adidas. Arnie and friends take a ride on Space Mountain. Amber finds Arnie's raw footage and a mysterious hand grabs her from behind. This documentary is so accurate. Dawson cribs from Bob Barker and calls on a contestant to decide on a stalker for Arnie and friends. She calls on a big, cuddly Mortal Kombat reject with a PhD, Professor Sub-Zero. Captain Freedom is in a locker room for some reason that doesn't seem related to the game show currently airing. Sub-Zero schools Arnie and friends on the finer techniques of ice soccer. He unfortunately gets all tied up and Arnie and friends move on to their next running challenge. Dawson doubles up on Arnie and friends with Buzzsaw and Dynamo in this American Gladiators reboot from the depths of Dante's Eighth Circle of Hell. Never to miss a chance to put an attractive woman in a skin-tight bodysuit, Amber joins Arnie's gang of rebels for the cardinal sin of having multiple fuck buddies in a single year. (laughs) That's not legal in Putin's America. James Brown is getting a little gray in the weirdest places. Buzzsaw and Dynamo introduce themselves and Specs heads for the satellite uplink to fill it with raspberry jam. Rockland plays chicken with a chainsaw and loses. Buzzsaw takes Arnie for a ride but he hits the brakes on Buzzsaw's horseplay. Arnie takes Buzzsaw and his chainsaw to couples counseling and they get intimately familiar. Dynamo, lit up like a Christmas tree, gives a shocking introduction to Specs and Amber. Dynabulb chases Arnie in his DeLorean go-kart, but fails to hit 88 miles per hour and has a near-fatal accident. Laughlin bows out and Dawson plays Let's Make a Deal Part 2 with Arnie. Arnie rejects the terms of the deal holding out for a clause in the contract that deals with stomach grabbing and spine snapping. Enter James, the Fireball Brown, a man with a jetpack, a flamethrower and a hairstyle inspired by the Bride of Frankenstein. Arnie fights fire with fire and lights Fireball up, pulling Captain Freedom out of retirement. A little bit of television trickery and Arnie and Captain Freedom are at each other's throats. Meanwhile, the real Arnie and Amber have found the Rebel Network and are trading secret decoder ring codes. Amber pulls the raw footage she stole earlier from her nethers, possibly literally. 
Amber punches oh, a dickless moron in the dick and is surprised when it has Tab no effect. Arnie and Dawson have a philosophical conversation B? about television and consumerism and it seems Arnie has the more convincing argument. Arnie and Amber reunite, kiss and walk into history and roll please stand by credits. Dude, that was great. This movie is awesome. It is a guilty pleasure. It is not well made. It's got cheesy shit. but It, it really is, wasn't that badly it made, is though. It's fun. It is so cool. I yeah, like this, this movie. Everybody that they had. It's. I mean. So yeah, it's it's a bad movie, but it's it's a good bad movie. Yes, if that makes any sense. I yes. mean, it's 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 a movie that you can sit down and thoroughly enjoy, even though it's it's fairly superficial. Yeah. Um, some sure. of the some of the commentary it makes kind of smacks you repeatedly over the head. I mean, it's not subtle. There's not just you know. There's no foreplay. You're saying seen. there's no foreplay. Yeah, it's it just, just clumsy going at it in the back seat. That's what. That's it is. right. Yeah, but it's fun. It is such it a is fun movie. Three times, man. Trice. I mean, the acting is nothing groundbreaking, but it's not bad either. No, it's not. Um, but, that but, toupee on Vin, on Ventura was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of muskrat they found to put on his you head. You know what would have been choice is if they could have had a Donald Trump-style president. <laughs> I just assumed this was a documentary and Donald Trump was president. I'm I mean, the, the parallels from this movie is and 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 modern day because this movie takes place in the literal last year, day. last year, last year to next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we're, you we're know, right I've actually had events of this movie. I've had pe- persons of the younger persuasion ask me that, like this, these movies, the Purge movies. Like, do you think that'll ever happen? And I'm like, no, but I can see the Running Man happening. Well, I mean, honestly. If you had asked somebody back in 1987, do you think this had ever happened? Oh, they'd say no. They would probably say no as well. But but I think it's a I bit mean, how how it's it's how it's prophetic. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say no. The purge could never happen. I don't think the purge would happen just because I don't see how the government would make money off of it. And it seems to me, so I'm the a, government doesn't have to make money off of it. Corporations well, have to make still, money off but of it. it's corporations that put the government in power. Oh, I can see how the corporations would make tons of fucking money off of this. Oh, off this, yeah. I just don't see how they could do well, it off I the mean, purge. Even off the purge. What selling think, selling weapons and alarm think, systems? Yeah, you don't think the fucking NRA would be all up in the purge? They would be lobbying the uh, fuck out. Yeah, of that but see, you know, I mean, I am a loyal American. I love America. I like America. In fact, I wish there was a, a, a branch or a, or a recruiting office of the Republican Space Rangers because I'd sign up. <laughs> you just want to feel somebody's warm, hairy embrace. Yeah, them big man hands all rough. But, no, um, I can really, I mean, America does not love citizens. They don't love you. America wants you to be productive so you pay taxes and obedient. That's what America wants. If America gave two shits about us, they'd get rid of tobacco. they just get rid of tobacco. But they're not. They're keeping it around. Because they know the people that smoke are more likely to be employed, pay taxes, contribute to Social Security, and 
die before they can collect any benefits. I disagree. I I think the whole reason that America has kept tobacco is because of the tobacco lobby. Is because of the corporations that make cigarettes and tobacco-based products. Sure. Humongous lobby. Yeah. Shove millions upon millions of dollars into the politicians' pockets. I got no issue with that. I agree with you 100%. And the reason I think that reaffirms my position is because if the government gave two shits, they'd say, no, you keep that money. I don't want that money. I care about the citizens. And they would not let that money sway them. But that's... Okay, so you're anthropomorphizing the government, but the government is run by elected officials... Right. ...that make those policies. Right. And those elected officials get lobbyist money that influences them into making the policies that the lobbyists want. Sure. So you can't say America doesn't give a shit about its people. It's the elected officials that don't give a shit about their constituents. And I stand by my point. Thank you for verifying it. We put we put selfish bipedal primates in charge of us in a republic, a representative republic through democratic elections and they don't give a fuck. They want but, money. But who gives them that money? It's the corporate lobbyists. Well, they're allowed because, to because corporations are individuals, damn it. Right. Thank you, the fucking Supreme Court. <laughs> People's United. Yes. But the Supreme Court is not uh, elected. No, 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 no. In fact, you know, they apparently you can. And how has the Supreme Court moved su- to such a conservative bent? that actually made Citizens United an actuality. Oh, I know, I know. When, since the 90s, the majority of the country has voted towards a more liberal bent. And they're raking that that most recent appointee, what's his name, because he got... Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, he got to first base when he was 16, 17 years old. No, he forced him, he, he tried to steal home, is what happened. But the lady said there was actually over he, the clothes. Yeah, because he was too drunk to get underneath the clothes, and she pushed him off and ran away. He tried to steal home. Right. He forced himself upon her, so it's not like... Allegedly. It hasn't been proved. It hasn't been proved. We have to use allegedly. allegedly. He allegedly forced himself upon her. Yes. And had this actually gone to trial, he would have been a minor. He would have been a minor had it gone to trial. The records would have been sealed, and I don't even think this would be an issue had she done what she should have done and contact the police. But they're oh my making God. it an issue now. Had she done what she should have done? She should have. I think any woman that is assaulted should contact the authorities immediately because she needs to take care of herself. She should have called the cops. Says, says somebody who has never been assaulted or lived like a woman. I mean, I've tried. <laughs> I've done my best. What if I identify as a female? I could be what? identifying as one right now. Are you shaming I, me? No, I haven't because you haven't told me that you're identifying as a female. I, I shouldn't have to. You should just know. Oh, okay, whatever. See, that's Get definitely female right there. I shouldn't have to tell you. <laughs> 
Wee, uh, this is fun. Add don't add us. Time, time for rich and rare. Mmm. Mmm. No, seriously. The way these guys have to be put under a microscope, that is something. I, I will never run for office. Ever. Why? You have some yes. awful yes. skeletons in your closet? Yes. Yes. When I was 16, 17, yes. I am quite sure that when I was 16 or 17 and engaged in the use of, of alcoholic beverages, which I was periodically, that I may have said or done something akin to reaching for a booby <laughs> and gotten slapped and told, no, bad teenager. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And, and then that will come up. If I were to run for, you know, vice admiral of the Imperial fleet, and they would say, I remember when he tried to touch my titty. And then I would not get elected. Well, so. but I mean, you're admitting it now, so it's not like it's, it's, it's not like you're denying it. No, I wouldn't. It's, it's not like, like you're saying, oh no, she must have been mistaken, or it was my evil twin, or... Oh, <laughs> bullshit, No was confused she right was mixed up. no it was it me. me i was mixed i was well mixed <laughs> it was it was you know vermouth <laughs> and all of its accompanying friends right it was that 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 brandy i mixed with dr pepper <laughs> i did do that once that was criminal yeah it was mm. I should stop talking to you. You at this should. Point. You should. But I can honestly tell you. What the you hell I possessed was... you to put Dr. Pepper in brandy? Uh, well, actually, it wasn't I that did it. It was another friend of mine that was at the party, and he had done it, and I imbibed about a third of his snifter of the Dr. Pepper brandy. And it was pretty good. And then I fell asleep under a chair. Okay, so you didn't come up with the idea of putting Dr. Pepper in brandy. You just grabbed somebody's drink and started drinking it? Yeah. I wanted to see what it was okay. like. I'll I'll forgive you for that. Yeah, but you no. said, "Oh, here's some brandy." I think I'll put. Some I would. I would like to ask a question, though. I would like to ask Go a question, it. though. When is a mistake just a mistake, and you need to just get over it and move on? Well, I mean, and I, I'm. I really am curious about that because honestly my position is i really and truly and i i mean this sincerely i don't want anybody hurt or upset i don't sure but and and i'm not trying to sound like a dick i'm really not but if this really upset this woman so much and he's been a judge many other times why didn't she bring it up sooner it almost seems like this is something that because she would have been bringing it up to a system that had a and Agenda. has a long reputation of ignoring claims such as those and yeah. blaming the victim for it. No, I'm so not blaming who, her. Who wants to, who I'm wants not to blaming put her. themselves through that bullshit twice right. or three times? Yeah, well, I would, well, hopefully they're thinking it wouldn't be twice or three times. It would be a one-time deal. But they've seen past examples of so why why do forward. it now? Because he's about to be nominated to a lifetime appointment of the Supreme Court, and she actually brought this up before his nomination. Did came she? Because I'm not familiar. 
she brought it up back in July. Okay. And she had mentioned it to friends and family and her therapist long before that. Okay. So this is something that has haunted her since she was in high school. Bless her heart. And Brett Kavanaugh has a fucking habit of lying under oath in the first place. Does he? Yeah, he was involved in the Ken Starr investigation. Oh, dear. See, you're enlightening me to this. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, he's got, he's got a long fucking uh, storied history of uh, lying to Congress. Okay. Okay. All right, then. Well, then, I think it's going as it should. But I also know from my own personal experience, there's a point in time when you've got to just get past things and not let issues define who you are. And okay. not everybody yes, has and the I, fortitude I, I agree with to that. Because that. that's the ultimate point there of counseling. Are some- there are some things that people have done in the past and they regret. I mean, Al Franken is a, is an example of somebody who did something stupid in the past and, and it ended up fucking hurting his political career. He had to step down from the Senate because he made some very lewd jokes and it wasn't probably the worst thing that's ever happened, but yeah, not from, not from a Senator. (laughs) Well, no, no, definitely not from a Senator. But I mean, Really, we should hold our elected officials to a fucking higher standard. True. I mean, look at the Yahoo that's in the fucking White House right now. Who's it's, that? It's, we're we are a we're a laughing fucking joke throughout the world because we've got, I mean, an admitted sexual assaulter in the fucking White House. Well, but it doesn't matter if you're rich or famous. He said so. Yeah, and that's another thing is, I mean, Kavanaugh comes from a, 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 a cast that has a lot of, you know, money and power. He's, he's, and they, they protect themselves. They protect each other. So, right. So that's almost like a conspiracy. Then. <laughs> well, uh, it kind of is. I mean, there's some, uh, there's some stuff coming out on some uh, Yale law professors that uh, send clerks to, or interns, yeah, clerks, uh, to federal judges in the D.C. area. Uh And um, one of the things they were warned about was whenever they clerked for not only Kavanaugh's mentor. Now, when you say clerk, are there air quotes? Clerked? No, these these are actually clerks. Oh, okay. Just checking. Some of the the criteria for being a clerk on a particular judge may involve things that are criteria have air quotes. Yes. Criteria. Like um uh one of the one of the judges that Kavanaugh clerked for and later became his mentor and and colleague uh actually stepped down from the judiciary because he was uh, he was caught sexually harassing people. Was he? And mm. yeah, and apparently one of the criteria is to become a clerk on Kavanaugh's uh, under Kavanaugh in his judge judgeship uh, was you had to have a particular look. Ah, if you were female, right, right. Yeah. And so now the professors that were uh, in charge of the Yale Law School clerk. Uh, so you're saying I shouldn't apply. Um, I probably wouldn't meet well, the criteria, 
quote. Identifying quote. as female, you'll probably have to. Well, it depends. Yeah, is it a Friday night? And how far away are we from payday? You know, it just it just depends. Red gets pronounced <laughs> Victoria real easy at the bus station. Okay, I got oh. question. I got another question. I got another question. I got questions. You got questions. I got questions. Okay, you mentioned uh, Al Franken, who I am a huge fan of. I like Al Franken. I think he's very intelligent. I think he was doing the best job he uh, could have been doing while he had that position. And I think it's a shame that he lost it under the circumstances he lost it as. Because my question is, I have enjoyed a lot of off-color humor from comedians over my brief life. Mm -hmm. And I believe in freedom of speech. And Mm -hmm. I don't think we need the First Amendment to protect speech that everybody agrees with. I like how George Carlin talked about speech. And okay. I'm just wondering a, what what's what's the line, you know, on but there's on there's a difference. There's a difference between a comedian doing a bit yeah. and making off-color and blue jokes that are obviously jokes and there is there's you know, an area that some comedians push that goes too far. And they and they've admitted it, but there's a difference between a comedian doing jokes and Al Franken grabbing you know somebody's boobs when they're asleep, or even just fake grabbing it. And there were other allegations too, like she said Al Franken forcibly kissed her. Oh, okay. I, you know, I have I have no reason. I didn't reason know about to, the kiss. I know yeah, the boob so. grab is still up for debate. But I didn't know about the forced kiss. Although no, the boob grab isn't up for debate, he's it's in a picture of him, you know, kind of. No, I thought he was just like miming. Move, yeah, exactly. He, he was didn't miming grabbing her boobs. Yeah, and it was in it, poor taste. Like it, I said, it, it but was, he didn't it was, actually do it. He was pantomiming. Right. It was meant as a joke, and I think that's yeah. the least of the offenses. But okay. backstage, she says, "Well, like that Kathy he Griffin, wanted to re- he wanted to rehearse." kissing her and then kind of forcibly put his tongue down her throat. Ew. I have no reason to, to think that, you know, he didn't do that. Um, and so that's why I, I, I give her the benefit of the doubt. He says okay. he didn't do it. Okay. Okay. Well, it, I don't know. All right. What about Kathy and, Griffin? And what I, I mean, she has always been edgy, right? Right. I like Kathy Griffin. What about the Trump mask photo? I, th- so Again, this is one of those areas where I think she may have stepped over a line, but I don't think that it's something that should ruin her career. I think, uh, right. you know, people have said you, you stepped over a line. You're, you're basically recreating the, the, the murder of the current president of the United States, which I don't think Trump should be murdered or assassinated. No, I'd love for him to be out of office. I don't want to see the dude die. I think that's drastic. And I I think that's wrong. Um, Now I understand she was doing it as commentary, political commentary um, as parody. Yes. Uh, I think the graphic nature of what she posted was probably a little, a little bit too far. I think it crossed the line. People have pointed that out. I think if she had owned that and said, "Yeah, okay, maybe this was a maybe this was a step too far," and pulled it back, I think everything would have been fine. She's stood by what she's what she put out, and I guess that's fine too. I mean, that's that's definitely her right, and you don't have to like what she puts out. Right. You don't have to dislike what she what she puts out, but 
it's different. If she had actually killed the president, that would have been well, sure. A and see, sometimes, sometimes I think our society needs to just turn the channel instead of trying to shut down the network. I appreciate oh, I where it's coming from. I do. I appreciate where it's coming from. I think there's good intentions, but at the same time. Sometimes I think you just have to recognize that you don't agree with somebody. You think they're wrong. You think they're inappropriate. You think they're totally fucking stupid, whatever. But you just got to let it go. So I look at it like this. So I saw what she posted uh, with the, I guess it's been a while, uh, the machete and, and, a, and a headless, you know, <laughs> up of President Trump. Yeah. Um, I didn't see, I mean, I understood her point. She was angry at the president who was trying to make a, a political comment. I don't see where that pushes the conversation. I don't see where that makes, I don't see where that says anything different than if she had just said, you know, I'm angry and right. And, and she didn't it use it words. as a springboard towards anything. It was just basically a cheap shot. Right. And that's why I think it was a little too far. Um, but I mean, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, others see it differently. Now, what if it was it, just... I don't think it pushed the discourse any further. What if it was just it, the mask of Trump and let's say there was an accidental slip where the mask is on somebody's head and there's an accidental pegging by somebody that looks like Kathy Griffin berating him <laughs> on a leash with a collar? Would that have been too far? Oh, and he's perched up on a wall because he likes walls. Would that have been too far? I I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Is it? Is this is visual? Here. It's a visual. It's visual. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess it depends largely upon the context with which it's created or displayed. <laughs> so, just just wondering, you know. Maybe a bridal? I don't know. <laughs> Are, do you have an art project in mind? Is that why you're bringing this up? I, I got some rich and rare in mind, I think is what yeah. I've got. Or maybe some <laughs> Platinum 7X. Ooh, is that the vodka? That's the vodka, Platinum the 7X. Vodka, yeah. I'm giving that a full endorsement. It, it it might not stay in the lane, but it'll get you where you're going. <laughs> Might be a few um, curb checks, but you'll, you're there. Better late than never. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. So, um, this is about smoking and drinking in space. And right. we're watching a movie that, you know, the whole Trump thing and the, and the yeah, Richard Dawson. So, yeah, the, I mean, the, the whole point of this long and drawn-out tangent is, I, yeah. It's, it's that rich it's and rare possible. is good. Is that rich and rare is good, and that it is very possible for some kind of scenario like this to actually happen. I mean, oh yeah, it, it was probably unheard of or unthinkable back in 1987, whenever they were making this, or in such the realm of impossibility that it might, you know, it might could very well happen, but nobody ever thought it would, and. Surprise, we're much closer than probably anybody thought. Well, and we do incarcerate more of our own population than any other industrialized nation on the planet. Yeah. And, yeah. And we also do not, as I recall, 
have um see i'm kind of weird i think once you serve your time and you get out you should have a clean record because you've done your time if we treated everybody else like that you know it's like you're late to work you're always late to work for the rest of your life you're late to work you're that late to work guy because you're late to work i mean yeah that's yeah. that's just ridiculous and then they wonder why we have such a high recidivism rate Ooh, I said that while I was drunk, and it didn't. I didn't stumble. Recidivism. Recidivism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think once you do your time, you get out. You should have a clean record. You're good. No, I agree. But you know, uh, well, what if now, they do there it are again? some crimes that I'm well, not sure you don't let people them out. should ever get out. But right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Obviously, but you know, I mean, you know, if you, if you really think they're going to do it again, then don't let them out. But if you let them out. Let them be able to vote. Let them be able to get financial aid. Let them be able to get a fucking career and a job and make money and have a life. Give them a light at the end of the tunnel so that they yeah, no, I agree. do want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rehabilitate. And yeah, they want to get on with their lives. Exactly. Instead, you're going to make them a perpetual criminal. And so, you know, with this running man thing, you know, you've got these guys that supposedly, if they can get through all four sectors... They're going to be expunged. They're going to be rewarded with money, and they're going to be able to go live a great life. And we find out in the film that that's actually a lie, too. They never let anybody out. They lie about that. Yeah, the three that were supposedly the winners from the last season were found in that locker room just deader than doornails. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just, I, I, I don't think it would be beyond the bloodthirstiness of our population to get full behind, especially with this, you know, reality show craze and everybody's, you know, I blame big brother or the bachelor pick one of the two and everybody wants no, to, reality. Reality shows started with the real world. Was it the real world? Okay. The real world. But yeah, I mean, everybody's wanting to get into this shit and you know, I can see something like this actually happening. Yeah, I get what they deserve. You know, torture them, kill them. Don't cut the commercial until we see the blood squirt. You know, I, I can see that. And we know that humans have an appetite for it. Just go back to ancient Rome. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's just a matter of will the government allow it? And then you start throwing in money and how corporations and media can sway government policy. And it's just, it's, I honestly see this as a viable possibility. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I don't know that televised violence like that would necessarily catch on as well as what they're portraying. Well, pay-per-view. <laughs> pay-per-view. I mean, the, the UFC has, has gotten popular, but I don't think it's as popular well, that's as, because the U.S. what they're what they're portraying in the movie. Yeah, but that that's because you and I, though, we go back to when the UFC wasn't even around and it was shoot fighting. Well, right. And to make shoot fighting legal so that Vegas could bet on it, they had to give it rules. If you right. guys don't know what shoot fighting is, it was basically knockout or tap out, and there were no weight limits. You could have a hundred and thirty oh, yeah. pound guy go up against a five hundred pound Samoan, and that's all good. Well, and there weren't restrictions like you know, no elbows, oh, no headbutts, yeah. things no, like no that. restrictions. It was a brawl. I mean, if you didn't see a compound fracture in the fight, there wasn't a fight. Okay, so in the Running Man, I think it's just a matter of time. I can see something like that occurring. 
which is kind of well, frightening. Well, I can I can see how something like that might occur. I don't necessarily see it occurring. I think, I hope, God, I hope that we're on a self-correcting course. That would um, be cool. But what if we? What's the next TV celebrity that's going to be president? Oh fuck! I, I hear know. I hear Oprah's a good candidate. Oh, I don't want Oprah as president. I want somebody that has like some, you know. Don't use the Q word. Governance experience. Don't use the Q word. You qualifications. Oh no! We I want somebody with some experience, some governing experience, to be a a, a governor or a, a politician. You don't think the O governs. network qualifies? No, I don't. I don't think corporations qualify. I don't think you can't run a government like you run a business. They're two different entities with two different goals. Well, that's the rumor. I think I think the closest you might get is maybe uh, a nonprofit organization. If you were the head of a nonprofit, you might be probably better suited to governance than you know a CEO of a for-profit corporation. But even then, there's different goals and different. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to see. So you're wanting a well-informed and actively participating electorate? That, that's the dream. Ooh. Well, why don't we just get some pots of gold and some unicorns out there too? Can we? You got that? We could try. I can look. It's probably in the closet next to that girl that slapped my hand. (laughs) <laughs> we, we can look up that, but yeah, I'm just not seeing it. I mean, still, when you look at numbers adjusted, obviously, for population, we still had more people turn out over the change in the Coca-Cola formula than we have at any election in history during the Cola Wars. Are you trying to depress me? I'm not trying to depress you. I'm just showing you the facts. Trying to, you're trying to make me drink more? Is that... Well, it is smoking and drinking in space. It is, but it's not smoking and passing out drunk in the gutter. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, time for another drink. Here we go. <laughs> mm. So, did you uh, did you see uh, Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac? I did, and I also caught that he had the same name. Yes. Um, Dweezil Zappa was also yes, in this movie. Yes, yes. And uh, apparently, uh, Pop, uh, blah, blah, Paula Abdul she, did the choreography. Yeah, I saw for that. All the she dancing. did the choreography, and a lot of people may not even know who she is. Oh, everybody knows who Paula Abdul not is. Necessarily. She's, she's not necessarily. She was on American Idol for I understand what, six seven years. I understand, but they may know her from that, not from her own amazing career. Yeah, I mean, she was a Laker girl, and then later a choreographer. She had uh, wasn't it had wasn't it Prince career. that got her started? I don't know. I think it, it was Prince been. that got her. He saw her on the Laker on the Laker performance. Yeah. I well, I mean, I think Prince. she did the choreographer or choreography for the Laker girls while she was there. So, but yeah, and then she had a a fairly successful pop career for a little bit. Yeah. And kind of. Faded off for a little while and then came back during uh, American Idol. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what she's doing now. So Living off interest the way I wished I was. Yeah, no shit. Residuals. And, <laughs> funny enough, so you remember we did Predator a few episodes ago, right? I do. 
they actually postponed this movie so that it didn't compete with Predator that year because both these movies came out in 1987. I think it'd be cool to go to a movie where you got the same star. Same stars. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of neat. Yeah, there were, there were, what, three or four different people that were in Predator that were in this movie. Yeah. I just think it's awesome. I love this movie. It's it's one that you've got to own. you got to own this one, guys. This one's great. I wish you could get Running Man the home game. It's actually... <laughs> well, you need to go to one of the Running Man tapings and be a contestant that, that gets to pick a Yeah, I, well, maybe as long as I'm not actually in the game because there's no running. I quit running a long time ago. I'm that brave soul that stands in the doorway that, you know, YOLO, because I don't run. This, this, so this, I don't run. Would you even have gotten out of the little uh, Space Mountain cart that they shoot down the chute? Oh, no. No, no, no. no. I don't think that would have happened. Just stab me now. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think I'd have been, I don't think I'd have been much of a competitor. <laughs> Look at the size of that guy. Yeah. But what if you were a stalker? What if you were like Dynamo and you had your You know, own actually, I got something interesting for Dy- Dynamo. Um, you may not be aware of this, but Dynamo, actually, the actor that portrayed him actually is an opera singer. I, in I read real that. life. And the first movie I was. ever saw him in was Stir Crazy with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. He played Mother. The big ball headed cell guy they had to share a house with. Cell that was lady. him? That was that was him. Oh wow. That's the same man. Wow. Yeah, he died the same year this came out. Did he? Yep. I was about to say, I wonder what he's doing now. Well, I guess he's not doing much. He's not doing anything. Well, there's decay. <laughs> Yes, he is doing that. I mean, you know, just saying. You know, I'm not trying to make <laughs> you look stupid here because I'm more drunk than you are. But oh, that reminds you me. Know. Maybe Time. I just hold my liquor. Yeah, here. yeah. You're drinking. You're drinking wine, and I got the Platinum Seven X, <laughs> which I'm cracking right now. We're gonna open up. We're gonna say hello, hello. This is me talking to the hello into the Platinum Seven X. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah. Whew. Right through the sinuses. Oh yeah. yeah, you know it drinks good whenever it clears out your sinuses. It's got that it's got that that refined Hot Russian mustard. Russian uh thing going with it with the Vicks vapor rub. That's a difficult yeah. that's a difficult foot balance between <laughs> intoxication and and antihistamine. <laughs> oh yeah you just can't get mm. enough of this I, I i wonder if they sell it by the case mixer and engine stripper yeah baby oh yeah okay i have a question tastes like a russian bathtub yeah no 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 stoliknaya if oh, i had yeah. some stoli but that was out of my price range because we don't have any sponsors yet so and you think you think mentioning Stoliknaya in a Russian bathtub is going to get us some sponsorship? <laughs> well, hang on. I'm burping. I hope it's burps. 
Okay, yeah, it's just burps. You got a trash can nearby? I do. <laughs> I do. I got a trash can nearby. No, Stoli, as I recall, is made in the Ukraine. So. Oh, well. It's which makes it Putin, anyway. All right. <laughs> Depends on which part of the Ukraine. Oh, that's so off color. That's all right. <laughs> it's actually from Putin, I think. He just takes off his shirt and milks himself. It, it comes out of his teats. Right, right. Just one or two oh. drops, mix it with some water, and he gets Tholoknaya. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Father, uh, father's milk. Vodka again. Padre leche. What do you think of that mm. Spanish? Mm. Padre con leche. Mm. Yes. <laughs> A dad with milk. Yeah. That's that's the way you do it. But no, I didn't say my Spanish was good. I never said my Spanish was good. It just gets you there. It's like this rich and rare. <laughs> it will get you there. Dad with milk. Father's milk. Ooh, that sounds kind of wrong. That's all right. That's okay. We need some sponsors. We need some sponsors. And Father's Milk, if you're out there listening. Yes, if you've welcome. got a if you've got a company called Father's Milk, Leche con Papi. <laughs> yes. Don't put don't put that wall up. We need some we need some Leche con Papi. Right now, somewhere, somebody's going to hear this and go, Adios mio! That's the name! That's what will be the name of my business. It'll be great, and I will buy it. I will wear the hat with pride. I will wear that T-shirt. I will have a little spigot shirt. Yes. Yes. A spigot with a nipple. Right, but the question is, but the question yeah. is, will it be kosher? Or European. That's the. Is it going to well, be a kosher spigot? On how you milk the dad. That's true. That's it's true. All in the, it's all in the milking process it and is. the prayer involved. Well, the prayer before or afterwards? I don't know. I think maybe during. During? Oh, yeah, shit. You remember that scene from uh, uh, Tank Girl where she's like, you just got to think about it like the first time you had sex and just say to yourself, Dad, are you sure this is okay? <laughs> that was a great oh, that movie. Was such a great irreverent Lori, movie. Yep. Lori Petty. Oh, man, that tank had some attitude. Then he had the rippers. That was so funny. Carn- that was a good movie. Vegetarian Ninja Kangaroo Warriors. That qualifies sci-fi? Fuck yeah, it would. We need to put that on the list. Tank Girl would certainly qualify as side. What else is it going to qualify as? I don't know. I don't know what how you it? would put that. We need to get Lori Petty on the show. I think she <laughs> could keep up. I think she could hang. Lori I don't Petty. I know she want to do our show. Lori Petty is the shit. She is so cool, and I love her voice. She's got one of those voices by Disney. Voices by Disney. She does. It's like it's like high pitch and just a little gravelly, and it just sounds like everything she says has this little note of "I dare you." I'm Man, telling. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw her in. She hasn't been around in a while. No, she hasn't. But I did see her in uh, an episode of Star Trek Next Gen. Well, that's been a while ago. It's been a while. 
but I think it's been more recent than Tank Girl. Um, I want to sure. say, I want to say the last thing I saw Lori Petty in wasn't she on? Uh, I, I, I'm getting a, like a CSI Miami vibe or uh, uh, the Blacklist, which is an awesome TV show, or at least it was the first few seasons I watched. I don't know. Let's see. Let's a little see. more research on the fly. <laughs> research on the fly. Of course, with me, it's angels singing, and with you, it's just a thud. Oh, she's been in Orange is the New Black. Oh, God, yeah, that's that's a popular show. That's a popular show. Uh, looks like she's done some stuff for Robot Chicken. Oh, well, then she uh, is cool. She can hang with us. She's doing stuff with Seth. Oh, my God. In, there was a... It was a TV series called Transformers Robot in Disguise. Did they reboot the Transformers? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't Cartoon? watched any of it. I haven't watched any of it. It looked like the animation was kind of shit. Yeah, it looks like she's been guest starring in some some TV series recently. I think she should be on uh, McFarlane's space show. Anyway, so back to the movie. We will get through this movie eventually. Eventually. My smoking award. My black lung yes, award. Your black lung award. The black lung award. You would think it would be Arnold. But you think? I'm you would think, but it's not. Not. It's not. Well then I'm putting I the black lung the award on Fireball. That's awfully cruel. You play you play with matches, your ass is gonna get burned. <laughs> and might uh, I might I also might I also add um when you look at the guy that played Fireball, I can't think of his name. He's huge. You don't know who Jim Brown Jim is? Jim Brown, that's I couldn't think of his name. I'm drunk. NFL. <laughs> For nineteen eighty seven, that man had been retired from the NFL at least fifteen years. He, had it been that long? I think so. I want to say it's about through like the mid seventies. No, I think he quit. I think he quit late sixties, early seventies. But he was looking good. Oh yeah, he was looking good, and so yeah, he gets my black lung award, black everything award. He get crispy. (laughs) He did get crispy. He got crispy. (laughs) So. I mean, my black rung award is your really black. Simple. Your whoa, 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 whoa! Stop. Uh, your black rung award. Your black yeah. rung. The black rung. Yeah. Okay. I'm just about done with this bottle. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like Zoink Scoob, you just consider it a good thing. That's all so, right. Yes, consonants are are a little difficult oh did you say consonant oh shit consonant you said a consonant a little time for some r and r they're consonants R&R. consonant that's mm. three drinks mm. oh shit i'm gonna need a nap <laughs> yeah me too oh man so my, my black lung award is uh pretty simple it was uh the only guy that i really remember even smoking throughout the movie and uh, that would be Arnie and his big fucking cigars that were a signature of his throughout the 80s and 90s. So. I think he still enjoys cigars. Well, I'm sure he does, but he doesn't smoke them in his movies as much. Mm-mm. So my black lung goes to uh, Arnie. Um, my head lush 
And while he didn't drink in the movie per se, I know you where you're going, tell, and I agree you with you. Definitely tell he was well pickled. I agree. From years and years and years of drinking on set on all of the Hogan's heroes that he did. But um, yes, definitely my head lush award goes to the well pickled, well preserved Richard Dawson. I also would like to put forth a nomination for Richard Dawson to replace Colonel Ty. <laughs> yeah. Um, I for think the, for Richard, the honorary oh, Lush Award. Oh, yes. Richard Dawson was the shit. That man was like Churchill drunk. Just wonderful. And apparently, apparently, and this is just rumor that I've read online. Uh, he was a dick in real life. The way he uh, treated the, the people, yeah, I heard that. Back I heard in that the seventies, yeah, I uh, were was pretty well portrayed in this movie on how. He well, and his, also, his uh, we'll use the word alleged. We'll use the allegedly. word alleged. Allegedly, okay, allegedly. I also heard uh, various things over the years regarding Senor Dawson that he could probably never be nominated for the Supreme Court either. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. that would be very difficult for him to even be nominated for head dog catcher in Spunksville, well, I mean, Arkansas, because of some of the issues and situations that occurred on said family feud. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't remember a, an episode of the family feud where he wasn't c- kissing one of the contestants. So Yeah, that's just the Ben. I mean, you know. Right. Damn. It's just, Family Feud's a great show, but I really miss Richard Dawson. I mean, it's, that's, that's just the rubric. He's the rubric. But yes, I agree with you on the head lush. Definitely has to be Dawson. Who's got your player award? Oh, well, the player award? I'm going to put the player award to the database that had uh, the original uncut footage <laughs> of the massacre. <laughs> Because, you know, while Maria Conchita got a kiss from Arnold, had special delivery from that database. That's true. That's very true. So that's my player award is that uh, three and a half, three and a half floppy. I don't know if it was five and a quarter. I'm thinking three and a half, but five and a quarter, hey. Well, it, it, I think it looks solid state. It might have just been flash memory. It might have been ahead of its time. Could have been. Well, I mean... No, it would have been a contemporary of its time. This is 2019, so... 20, to, uh, 20, yeah, well, it's 2017 for them, 2018 for us. No, it was 2019 during the events of was the it? Of Was the it 2019? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. he got captured. He got captured in 2017. Okay. And then he was in jail for two years, and okay, the events okay. took place in 2019. Ah, right. Okay, math. Yeah, you just do that math. I'm all with you on the math. <laughs> Might as well start talking imaginary numbers. I'm with you on the math. Start with the brackets. Work inside out. Inside out. Do inside one side out. to the other side. Same thing. Got you. <laughs> I'm there. Anyway, so the player, my player award goes to the solid state memory. That's my player <laughs> and award. It, and I'm actually looking at it from the opposite angle. Oh. I'm looking at it from Amber being such a player. That yeah, they. I can't believe they besmirch two, sometimes three men a year. Oh, right. I'm telling yeah, you, I, mean, I, I find that you know a, a good qualification. 
She uh, she not only got thrown in jail for being a player. I mean, two to three men a year. Jeez. All you need is love. Da, 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 Methodist? Da. I don't. I don't get it. But <laughs> Methodist. <laughs> By twenty first century standards, she's she's virginal. <laughs> but she not only had you know her pick of men or multiple men per year. Yeah, she's like cutie. The, uh, like 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 some kind of you know common. Sexual revolutionist, uh, um, but she actually seduced an inanimate object. She did so. So my my player award is going to go to Amber. Okay, okay, I'll let you be wrong. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> well, I appreciate your understanding. There you go. Uh, my purple hippo um, goes to the guy that thought. Uh, red, blue, and green blinking LEDs all over his costume. Dynamo! Singing opera was a great look. And running around in a go-kart DeLorean. Oh, my God. You, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So no. He had to have been. He had to have been on all sorts of different fucking drugs to even come up with that concept, much less own it well, like he did. Well, I feel, I feel kind of cheap because I actually had Dynamo picked as well, but the particular <laughs> scene was when the, when the sprinklers kicked in. When the sprinklers kicked in and all the, all the arcing was going on with him, I figured that was he was seeing the purple hippo. I bet he was. So, I mean, I wasn't going to go and, you know, just run him through the mud like you just did, but, you know. Yeah, Dynamo for sure. I mean, he saw the purple hippo. Yeah, he was seeing the purple hippo. I think he was in some ways the purple. How hippo. did I know you weren't going to go there? Oh my god, <laughs> he was the purple hippo. Do we really got to bring out the shaming on, no, a, on, a, on a dead him. man? I am no, I am not shaming him. I'm just saying he epitomized what it means to be the purple hippo. Okay, okay. So his opulence has nothing to do with it. No, not his opulence. All right. But definitely his costuming. Yeah, that was really kind of stupid. <laughs> I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the uh, centurion look he had on his helmet. That was <laughs> yeah. Trojan man. That was, that was a nice little cherry on top, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It needed to be brighter. I'd like to see them do a reboot of this movie. You think? Yeah, and I think they ought to get somebody like Dwayne Johnson or Jason Momoa to, yeah, to be yeah. the protagonist. I think I Dwayne might be getting a little old, but I could see no. I, I could see Momoa doing it. I Dwayne could see Johnson Momoa. isn't that old. Well, you know, I just when you look at the age he is now versus Arnold when he made it, you know, I could I could see I'd like to see maybe Dwayne be one of the, the stalkers. Because Dwayne does no. play a good bad guy. He does, but I think he could be the lead in this. I mean, I think if we could get Momoa, if we could get Momoa and Johnson, I want to say Dwayne's got to be 50 something. No, he's only like 40. He's 46. He's 46? Yeah, he's 46 years old. Holy shit, he's younger than, I, younger than me. Yeah. Well, I know Momoa's like 39. He's like 39, 40. And so I just think the two of them on the same screen would be really cool. That'd be a definite box office draw for sure. And yeah, I he's think 39. I can see either one of them being the stalker, either one of them being the running man. 
Uh, yeah, I could. I would put if one of them were in the movie, I would put one of them as the running man. I wouldn't put them both in the movie because that would be a. I think if you put one as a stalker and one as the as the protagonist, I think that they're. They, yeah, they, they but what if they, what other. if yeah, but what if they did do a fight against each other and then the bad guy decided to do a flip, do a Vader, become a good guy, and then it's the two of them. I uh, just I don't I, I don't want to see they them do that stuff in reboot screen time like that. And, All right, so and so the purple to, hippo uh, award goes to Kevin Hart. Wasn't even in this movie. Kevin Hart should be in this movie. He is. <laughs> they just need to have just put him in one of them skin tight outfits from Adidas, and just have him standing on stage doing his his gangster stare, right? That thousand yard gangster stare, and that's just the movie right there. You just pay your ticket, you sit down, you're looking into Kevin Hart's soul. That's it, the Running Man. Oh shit! He can end it All with right, we need to- motherfucker, and then roll credits. We need to pick our movie for next week. Oh, let's do this. Let's do it. Behind the green door. I know I don't think that one's going to work. Okay. It's not on the list. Anything anything, anything with Ron Jeremy, I'm there. Whole different podcast. Anything with the ugliest man in porn. We we got this. (laughs) Ron Jeremy. All right, so we picking random, or are we going to pick something we want to see? Oh, God, random. Come on. Random, all right. Random. We got 105 people surveyed, top 105 answers on the board. So you need to pick a number between... You know, I swear to God, if there's another movie with Jesse Ventura in it, I'm fucking dropping this podcast. (laughs) I am so sick of the governor. The governor. You know, when I was governor, when I was governor. Oh, shit. All right. Number between one and 105. Two and 105. I'm going to. Okay. Two and 105. I'm going to go. Sweet 16. Sweet sixteen. Oh. Okay. Uh oh. What I <laughs> what I do. Uh this is one you put on, so Well then it's, it's one I put on. Oh god. What the R.I.P.D. It's one I put on because of you. R.I.P.D. So. What'd you do to us? What is it? Alright. So next week we will be discussing the movie. Where an astronomer discovers intelligent alien life, but the aliens are keeping a deadly secret and will do anything from stopping him from or to stop him from learning it. Huh. We are going to discuss 1996's The Arrival with Charlie Sheen oh and, my God. and Richard Schiff, directed by David Twohe. Cool. Let the little mental monkeys out, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> All right, Charlie Sheen. So it's the arrival next week. This is one that you were talking about. Oh, it's been several episodes. Oh ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got. The, I haven't seen it. They've so. got uh, the aliens have like uh, kangaroo legs. Oh, good. They got those reverse knees. It's kind of neat watching that. All right, the arrival. It's been so long. I just remember that I saw it, and they got backwards knees, and Charlie Sheen's in it. So that's that's all I remember. <laughs> Well, we'll be talking about uh, backwards knees next week. 
Uh, cool. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, uh, please rate and review us. Tell your friends. Sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us. We need bling. We would love that. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Fix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podchaser, and Blueberry. You can leave us feedback at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. Yeah, the Twitters, I get 35 cents a message, so do it. Do it. I've been Jason. And I'm, I'm, I'm rich and rare. I'm red. I'm red.